Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. I have to tell you, I have a special guest today. I was in Nashville at Honky Tonk Central when I met an up-and-coming MMA fighter. We totally hit it off. And I have to say, I'm actually glad he didn't hit me because I was like 10 <laughs> feet tall and bulletproof for my whiskey, but he was polite. I think he was sipping tequila. Maybe that saved me. But anyway, I mentioned I had a podcast and he quickly agreed to be on the show. So please welcome Tyshawn Williams to the show. Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's so good to see you. Tell me, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, though. As I told you, I had a little rough day yesterday after spawn and stuff like that, missing my flight and stuff, but I'm doing pretty good. I woke up in a good mood this morning and stuff like that. I'm one of those people, I get up in a good mood pretty much every day. I'm an early riser. I love to get up and get after the day. You know, it's the old make hay while the sun's shining. You just got to get up and get after it. And when you get my age, you're a youngster. Yeah. I think I can say that. I think yeah, I yeah. can safely say no, that. You all good. <laughs> but look, at my age, you got to stay after it. I don't want to be like with a two liter bottle of Coke on yeah. my, you know, eating bonbons, watching TV, blowing up. I'm not interested in that yeah. just yet. I love that energy. Yeah, I think I got a little bit more life to be had. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> nah, I could tell for another night, you know, what a good night yeah. that night. Yeah, you saw me at my finest. Woo, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me use your vernacular for a minute. I would say I got a WKO, the whiskey knockout. Yeah. I, I had it going on big you had, time. You had the whiskey knockout. I had the Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I know you're currently living in Miami. However, you are from my neck of the woods. I grew up in Washington, D.C., and you grew up in Baltimore. Oh, damn. And I have to tell you, I used to go to Phillips Crab House when I was a kid at the Inner Harbor, and I loved They had a crab cake sandwich that was to die for. And then if we were lucky and our behavior wasn't total shit, our parents would let us get ice cream at this homemade ice cream place. <laughs> is that still there, by the way? Yeah, the Phillips is actually still there. That's a, a nice and good place, too. I've been there a handful of times. I've been there a lot growing up, obviously, but I've been there a handful of times in the past few years, but... We shifted off to go to Jimmy Seafood, which is like, you know, like on Boston Street. But okay. Phillips is really nice. Nice area down there. They just built that whole area up really well. Man, I got to go back. I got to see it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we can catch up down there and hit it off. <laughs> you know we're going to see each other again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. No doubt in my mind. We'll get to that maybe towards the end. I have a yeah. question for you. <laughs> so does your family still live in Baltimore? Yes. My entire family is still based out of Baltimore. Okay. No, a few stragglers in there that's kind of shifted off and moved around. But for the most part, my whole entire family is still in Baltimore. Okay. Tell me just a little bit, whatever you're comfortable with sharing. Tell me a little bit about your family. My family is, <laughs> I would definitely say complicated. You know what I mean? But Complicated? I have one of those. Oh, I had one of those big time. Definitely complicated. Uh, we grew up as a pretty tight knit family. Me being completely honest with you. Things have scrambled around a little bit. I'm actually, I'm okay with sharing this because it was some good things that were said to me in my pro debut. My family kind of been shifted away from each other lately for the past few years. Just family feud things at the end of the day. You know, I'm pretty sure nobody's life is normal. Like saying everybody has things going on is basically what I'm trying to say. So I opened up about that. that so like we definitely like been shifted over the years, which was kind of confusing because we all grew up so tight knit. That's the way my grandmother raised us all. And when I fought my pro debut, a few of my cousins and my uncles I hear different people touch me at different times. I can see how proud everybody was coming out of there to watch me go. It's bringing everybody together, basically. My cousin, his, his sisters and siblings, he said that had been a 
long time since he was able to share moments like that with his dad and brother and everybody. So that was pretty dope. And a few things came past to me and stuff like that that I came across. I felt like that was amazing. I'll say something to you because you're young and you've got a lot of life ahead of you. And I hope to watch you on this journey. Yes. Oh, and two with marriages. But my second marriage is one of those deals where, you know, some people have in-laws. I had outlaws. Nothing is perfect. You know, my family was far from it. So I can relate to that. I didn't come from a family where everybody was like pissing rainbows and everything was all happy-go-lucky. And that's not real life. People will look at a family and think, oh, everything's so perfect and they're so great and blah. No, no, that's not real life. I think that's more gullible believing. (laughs) Well, it's fantasy stuff. In every life, you know, a little rain shall fall kind of thing. Relationships are hard. And I'll say this, everybody can get through the good times. What really tests people if you can persevere through the bad times, because the bad times will come your way, guaranteed. But, you know, when things are happy-go-lucky, sure, it's all fun and games. But, you know, when things get tough and messy and complicated, like you use that word complicated, that is 100% how I would describe my family. (laughs) Complicated. Yeah, I like that definition. Let's talk about you. All right. So you have been playing sports since a very young age. Go ahead and tell me a little bit about what all you played. I started playing sports when I was about six years old. I started off first playing baseball. Baseball led me to football and football led me to wrestling. My uncle Anthony and my cousin Avery, they were the first ones to really get me going to sports and stuff like that when we were young. Okay. I started playing sports with them. I started wrestling when I was about eight, though. I started boxing around the same time. So wrestling became my life at that point, but I kind of liked football a lot more. But I was good in both. But wrestling just came more natural for me growing up and stuff like that. So I guess I ended I like up doing that. <laughs> I think you have a pretty good track record. Now tell me, where did you go to college? I went to college at Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville. Okay, now I know a little bit because I've done a little backstory and we've talked a little bit. So you, unfortunately, got the whammy with this COVID stuff. So what <sighs> happened during your senior year? Give me a little oh, lowdown. I'm sorry to bring it up. No, you're, no, you're all good. No, trust me. It's no big deal. I, I'm not too worried about it. God does things for reasons. That's what I believe. Could have been a reason to get me ready for this scene in my life. But hopping back on that, yep. During 2020 year, doing due to the COVID, my senior year season, I had a pretty good season. You know what I mean? I was doing well. I had some good wins and I had some bad losses. I think I had probably like seven losses that year. I lost damn near overtime every match that I did lose. So yeah. I kind of fared out like I did well. I made some adjustments and went back, beat some people that I lost to, things like that. Going into the Mid-American Conference Tournament, I did pretty well in things like that. I was thinking that we're getting ready for nationals. And that was my last shot for me to finish what I wanted to finish with my college career of wrestling. I wasn't ready to be done yet. I was hoping that they were <laughs> going to bring us back for another year so I can finally finish what I started six years ago before that and to finish my dream or whatever like that. But it sucks. I didn't yeah. get to complete it. And it sucked. I'm going to be honest. It's pretty shitty. Hell <laughs> be straight yeah. up honest with you. So. I don't know that we'll ever really know the full impact of what this did to so many, so many, in so many different ways. I mean, there's so many different facets. Literally, there's way too many dynamics there to unravel the whole mess of all that. But uh, hey, yeah, 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 I hope I never (laughs) see another one of those in my lifetime. I don't don't want any more of that. They can keep all that. Hey, listen, COVID damn near killed me. I'm lucky to be on this side of the soil, so I can relate to it myself. That's dope. All right. I don't even want to talk about that topic. I (laughs) I literally hate that topic. So let's get off of that one. Let's talk about happy stuff. First, tell me, when did you go pro? Oh, I actually just went pro like a week and a half ago. Okay. And you obviously are one and oh, so you've got the win right out of the gate. Heck yeah. Yeah, one and oh, so that's pretty dope. (laughs) 
I like it. And I don't know, so I'm going to ask you a lot of different questions, but what is the key difference between wrestling and the MMA? I don't know how you would describe that, but maybe that's a reasonable question. Many differences in between wrestling and MMA that I've noticed. The biggest thing that I would say is that, man, I'm glad I did wrestle and I'm glad I wrestled for a very long time because I see why a lot of guys that did wrestle, they pant like they excel a lot quicker than other guys once they transition to MMA and things like that. It doesn't take as much time because wrestling is already a martial art, basically. But yeah. it's one of the core ones that you need because control, discipline. A seven-minute wrestling match just, man, it feels like it's eternity out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet, With I some people can't understand because they're like, man, you fight for 15 minutes. You fight three rounds for five minutes, so you fight for 15 minutes, but instead you wrestle for seven minutes. But it's slightly a difference. Um when you wrestle for seven minutes, you're damn near in complete contact the whole time, and it's intense. You know, you're making exchanges. Those guys are just as good as you are just as well. No different than MMA, but MMA, you get more time to rest, I feel like, standing on your feet, shifting around. You might got a guy that's super good on his feet. You don't have too many guys that's completely ambidextrous in all different various of skills, you know, whether it's grappling, yeah. striking, you know, wrestling, jujitsu. Your best guys are like that, I feel like. And... That's basically what I've noticed, like that I get a lot more time to breathe, to rest, for me to be able to find rest areas and things like that. Whereas in wrestling, I had to work my way to find ways to get to those positions and spots where I wanted to rest at. Well, heck, this is good for you then, man. You just wrestle them and then come in and, you know, like, the back molars gone. <laughs> Basically, I definitely wish you that one. Just imagine if we could have punched in wrestling, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. That would have been funny. <laughs> this, it'd be something I'd like to watch. All right, so who is your coach or agent? I don't really know how all that works. How do you end up pairing up with somebody? Yeah, so I'm signed to Sucker Punch Entertainment with Brian Butler and Brian Happer. Okay. Uh, I've known Brian Happer since I was a kid for the most part. I was already looking at fighting and things like that when I first got to college to wrestle. Mm-hmm. My coach here at Southern Illinois University, he's the first person to introduce me to it or whatever that day. He took me down okay. to Tyrus Gym and was just like, man, I think this might be something you want to do, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, well, dope. So we always pretty much knew that was something I was going to do. But yeah, mm-hmm. right now I'm signing Sucker Punch and I fight out of MMA Masters. My coach is Daniel Valverde and Coach okay. Caesar. So that's awesome. Those are good guys, really good guys down there at that gym. I appreciate them a lot. So shout out to them for helping me, working with me and molding me as I'm continuing to still grow. Got to be around good people. Speaking of good people, who or what really has inspired you along this journey so far? Fighting journey or my journey in life in general? I'll go with both. I mean, usually somebody kind of gets you from point A to point B. Is there somebody that's just very important to you that's kind of been an inspiration? That's a good question. Definitely, if we're talking life-wise, like, I've had many people step into my life, shine a light in there. You know, I'm not sure. I'm guessing God sent them. Put something on me to help me get through things that I was going through because my life ain't all sweet either. You know what I mean? All of us got problems, you know? So <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, like him putting certain people in my life and things like that with different track records. I had different people step into my life most of the times at the right time to help me get to become the man I am today. And I still got long weeks to go. Humble. I like that. Stay humble. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, got, I learned that <laughs> when I got to college and everybody was good. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, for the most part, that's about it. And I've always had visions and dreams and things that I've thought about of how I've seen things panning out since I was a kid. So, like, I just kind of want to see how far I can take things. You know, I want to do something that isolates me, something that makes me uh, original. 
You got to be original. If you try to copy people, you'll never be anything. Yeah, exactly. Copying what other people do has never gotten anybody anywhere. I mean, you've got to be at the core who you are. Yeah, I felt An, an original. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, the people who try to copy, all you'll ever be is an imitation. And that's nothing, you know, I mean. I don't know. I feel like anybody can do that. But hey, I like the God first idea because honestly, in my life, I do have a couple of people that have been highly inspirational to me, but you put the good master in there, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. I grew up going to church and things like that. I kind of fell off a little bit. I actually got back into it, like really got deep back into it over quarantine when I was living down in Kentucky with my buddies. I got back into it and I just noticed how precious he is, how grateful he is and the grace that he gives us and things like that. So I appreciate him. I put him first before anything because without him, I can't do nothing anyway. I thank God for the good and the bad, the lessons and the blessings, everything that comes with it full circle. Now, I'm not just here just to think of when things are going well. I'm thinking them all the time. Like, even when something yeah. goes wrong, I know it's something that he's trying to show me. That's important to note. You know, a lot of people only give thanks when things are great. Yeah. A lot of people don't give thanks when things are bad because they can't find anything in it. Sometimes when really, really bad things come your way, it's just a ginormous wake-up call. Yeah, for sure. I'll show you something, probably. Yeah. I've had like the uh, bat mobile or whatever yeah. it is, the bat signal light, like yeah. put right over top of my head <laughs> a, a few times. I've had that too before. <laughs> Trust me. Definitely and I've that. needed it. <laughs> I've needed it, by the way. Let's talk a little bit about, obviously, you're super fit. <laughs> what is like a workout plan for you? What do you do Monday through Friday to keep yourself in top shape? Oh, yeah. So right now, I get a quick schedule. It's going to sound kind of boring. I'm going to be completely honest with you. That's right. Lay it on so, me. So as you know, I live in Miami or whatever. I train down there. So right. I don't really get to go out and have as much fun as many people may think. I'm just down there strictly for training and business, if that makes sense. I wake up around 8.30, 8.39. I eat, shower, take care of my daily hygiene and things like that. Then I'll go downstairs and train at 9.30. I train from 9.30 to about like 1, 1 That happens Monday through Friday. I'll do like some type of conditioning or lifting cycle after later on in the day, maybe two, three times a week, you know, around like five, six o'clock after I take a nap and stuff like that. And that's just kind of repeated. On the weekends, mm -hmm. I'm always just flying out, whether I'm going to LA to hang with some buddies or coming back out here to Illinois, Kentucky to hang with my buddies. I'm going back home to see my family as well. Okay. To hang out and have some fun with everybody. Just enjoy it a little bit more. Cause when I was in college, kind of soaked up a lot of my time, not in a bad way. But at the same time, I didn't get a chance to really have as much fun with a lot of my loved ones and stuff like that because I was completely just drained like there for that. So now I'm a little bit more independent with things. I don't have school to worry about. My job is fighting. So all I do is just train. And on the weekends, I go have a little fun and stuff like that. I go see everybody and stuff like that. Got to have downtime. If people don't have balance, I used to be a workaholic 24-7, crazy hours, and my focus was not right. Yeah. And when I started actually seeing about myself and taking some downtime and enjoying it, mm -hmm. life got a lot better. So you just turned pro. What is your commitment here? Like, how would you describe your commitment and focus to this right now? I'm fully committed and entangled into what I got going on. I invest my own money into myself just because I feel like not only this is what I do, like this is my life. As you say, like yeah. I told you, I live in Miami. I stay in the dorms at the gym with a few different other fighters. You have different fighters. They all sign to different promotions, UFC, Bellator, other smaller promotions as well. I live in the gym physically and metaphorically. Like this is my life. This is what I do. Oh, that's high level commitment. Okay. I'm pretty committed. Obviously, I mean, my goal is to get to the UFC. God willing, you know, God time and everything like that. I just taking my time, taking my steps, 
I don't want to rush anything just as much as I don't want to wait too long either. Got to put in the work though, right? And get the training, get everything you need. Fight number one, and I saw a previous interview and you said you were kind of nervous and anxious, but how do you get your mindset right before a fight? Do you have any rituals, anything that you do before a fight to get ready mentally? Me being completely honest with you, and I'll go ahead and let a few people in on this. Um, when I do get <laughs> ready to go out there and fight sometimes, sometimes I am a little nervous, which I feel like is probably normal. I talked to my buddy Tom S. He's a heavyweight in the UFC. I talked to him about it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe my very first fight and then the second fight as well. And he was like, bro, I'm always nervous for every fight. He said, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, gave me some pretty good insight in the same way that he feel. I actually heard him talk about it in his interview as well. So like, shout out to him helping me get through that. I appreciate that. Too. <laughs> but I'm nervous generally most of the time. I wouldn't say more so of the God. Just nervous like it's, you know, it's getting close to time to go. But then once time come and. You know, I get ready to walk out and stuff. Like, I generally don't really listen to music as much when I'm getting ready. I do okay. listen to music a little bit. I might have played okay. a song out loud on my phone just to hear it a little bit while I'm down getting ready. Yeah. And I turn it off, you know, because you know, when you're out there fighting, when I used to wrestle, I'll have my headphones in. And then when I go out there to the mat, everything is just loud. That's not as ideal. You're trying to pay for it to be like that. So yeah. not having something in my ears. I started doing that my senior year of wrestling. Actually, I stopped listening to music as much Yeah, right before I walked out because it wasn't as realistic enough. Like Once you get out there, it's like complete different noise level. So yeah, I just don't listen to music if I go as much. And then once I get ready to go out there and I hear like the music come on and stuff like that, I can kind of feel myself grooving a little bit. And then like I breathe and then I know I'm ready. All right, exhale. Let's go. At that point, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, you led me into this next question. Thank you for that. All right, so <laughs> how do you pick? Now, I've seen some crazy walkouts. I've seen, you know, the people who do the flips and all the, <laughs> yeah, you see all kinds of stuff. You remind me the guy I just went against, man. It was funny. Oh, gosh. But so how do you pick a walkout song? Who picks the walkout song? Do you? Yeah, I pick the walkout song. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Another thing I was going to let you in on now, too, is like generally all of the music that I listen to is pretty much self-centered towards me. Uh, more lyrical based, like I like to listen to music that I can feel, something that relates to me. And just as well as it puts me in that motion, like certain music that I like. But most music that I like relates to me and things like that. So I generally choose something that means something to me. Heartfelt. Heartfelt. Very heartfelt. So when I do come out, like my last fight, I listened to Sun and it just described me when I was coming out. I felt it, you know what I mean? I felt it all the way down to the core. So by the time I stepped to touch the cage, like I just wanted everybody in that arena to feel me just as well. I like that. I like that. All right. I got to ask this question, and um, I don't know where this came from, or <laughs> maybe this will change. How did you get the nickname Baby Savage? <laughs> <laughs> Baby Savage. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, it's a little thing that uh, growing up, they always called me Savage. Like my, like my dad and they always make little comments like, man, you so like, I wrestle like a savage. I complete like a savage. Or whatever the things is. So I always hit this baby face. Like this is before the facial and stuff like that. I guess now people are finally starting to say I'm looking a little older, like my age. But for a long time, I used to think <laughs> I was really young. So that's yeah. kind of where that came together. But I didn't really use the name yet for fighting because I just, okay. like, I'm also just going to let whatever happened happen. Like let it flow okay. in, however anybody, however everybody's feeling or something that may fit or stick. So right. right now I just thought it's Tasha and Williams. Like that's it. <laughs> Something may come. You never know. <laughs> yeah, something may come. I might get a name and start floating it out there. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. You find one for me. I'm a room with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. But I want to know kind of a little backstory because I know you've done a lot of traveling. Okay. All right. So tell me about your travels and training to Liverpool. 
Oh yeah, as I mentioned before, I had went over to England, Liverpool, with my good friend Mike Grundy. He was the first person to bring me over there. He brought me over there to help him get ready for one of his UFC belts. This was two, three years ago, maybe three years ago, something like that. I went out there, showed me a great time, an amazing time. I went out there strictly just to help him wrestle. And I was thinking about fighting. So, you know, we sat down, we spoke about those type things and I ended up helping him get ready. And then our plan was basically for me to fight or whatever like that I was going to fight. They wanted me to stay out there, but I had to go because I had another year of college to finish. I wanted to finish my wrestling season and I wanted to get my degree since I already invested so much time into it at that point. I ended up going back out there after my senior year was over, after the, you know, the COVID situation. So they made a decision, yeah. took some time to get ready. I went over there and I was over there for a second and the second lockdown happened. So when the second lockdown happened, I actually got hurt too. I tore my leg room. So it was kind of like, you know, I might as well go home because there's a second lockdown here now and I'm hurt. Go home and get the proper care because I couldn't necessarily get into the right PTs out there at that time being. So I went home. I got myself together. Did my yeah. PT. I was probably in PT for like seven and a half months, me being honest oh, with wow. you. So yeah, I went from that to that and now I'm here. I'm down in Miami now. I went down there, checked the gym out. It was a little easier for me to keep doing PT and starting to train. So that's kind of what led me to be here, staying over here in the States and stuff like that. But you know, God has things happen for a reason. I think you're in the right place. So I have this million dollar question. Okay. When's the next fight? What do we got coming? <laughs> what's, what's, what's next? So we actually putting together some things right now. Actually, funny, my man, my guy Mike and him hit me up too. We're not sure just yet. I might end up fighting over in England soon, pretty soon as well. Not sure if it'll be this next fight or it'll be the fight after that, but I'm definitely putting that in the works now or whatever like that. Get over there, you know, get about it and be able to see my buddies and stuff like that. So that'll be cool. But we're looking at maybe like June-ish, let's say June. June puts us a little bit before the end of May or maybe the beginning of July. Let's just like okay. keep it safe, play like and see what that goes in. But that's around the date that we're looking for right now. Okay. So could be overseas, could be here. Yeah, it could be overseas or could be here. Yeah, I'm thinking we're probably leaning towards it being here. And then the next one, we'll probably do something over there. Well, heck, I hope it's here. That's <laughs> selfish. I know. I do. <laughs> no, you all good. You all good. <laughs> Definitely got to get you all out right. there. Heck, man, I'm coming. I'm going to be ringside, damn it. I'll be cheering you on. That's a bet. All right, so I I got some random questions for you, so bear with me. You all good. You all good. Trust me. You all good. Bear with me. All right, so wrestling, you know, nobody's throwing hands. We talked about that earlier. Like, can you take a punch? I mean, is that... (laughs) That's a silly question, maybe. (laughs) That's funny. You know, I had other people... uh, Egg something like that when I first started fighting, but yeah. So we spawn up and I've been hit a few good times spawn and stuff like that where I got Damn. like I got hit fully like connect or whatever like that. So yeah, I would say I got a decent chin. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure my buddy Fabrizio could probably tell you that he uh we was sparring one day and uh this Joker made a mistake and need my ass. You get what I'm saying? Hey, DB, not on purpose. Ooh. No, it was an accident, but it was a hard one though, and uh, I just I didn't even. And acknowledge it basically. So then I was just like, afterwards, he was like, my bad, we're buddies. So it was like, my bad, yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, you good. I said, honestly, I'm just glad to know that I got a good chin. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no kidding. Point, yeah, I've got hit in a few times and stuff. And I grew up fighting all my life. So I've <laughs> I think I'd have to carry my 380 or something yeah. and just pull that out. I don't know. 380? <laughs> I told you on that. That might be the only way. Because, like, I'm, like, not a master of, like, the sleeper hold or anything, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> One of my buddies had a slim 380 before. 
That thing is nice. I like. <laughs> I it. love my weaponry now. Yeah. Um. Okay. This crazy question. You got a great smile, by the way. I appreciate right, it. So, uh, <laughs> do you have to have like freaking special dental coverage, man? I mean, it's like, damn. You know, I'm like, oh, you're in a, you're in a new thing. You're not wrestling anymore. <laughs> That's funny. That's what my uh, my mom says. So I do. I gotta get something. Yeah, because I mean, I never had braces or anything. I. Oh, you just, got a great smile. It was just like yeah. that. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> well, you get that, whatever the special coverage is. Don't let anybody screw you up. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm going to hop on top of that. <laughs> well, heck, I have to say, I, I love how we met. I think you described it as organically. Right. Organically. I mean, it was just great. A very random encounter. And I feel like I'm going to stay connected 100%. Um, yeah, same here. I know you've got some traveling to do, but I want to just say thank you very, very much for joining me today on the show, Tyshawn. I certainly appreciate it. I love your family culture. I like that you put God first. Yeah. It is important and i know you mentioned this to me before but it's important to be surrounded by good people that have your best interests at heart yes. that is number one certainly a pleasure to talk to you i'm glad i'm sober hey yeah. <laughs> for the moment <laughs> I, i'll probably be getting lit tonight <laughs> heck yeah heck yeah hit me up later but i look forward to your next fight in june or july maybe i can be ringside right there with you you know who knows we'll see but i wish you much success just keep working hard and, you know, fucking knock them out. Get the molars gone, you, you know? know? I'm going to get it done. I appreciate that, I too. know it. I'm glad I know that it. we met. Team it. Williams. Yeah. Team Williams. Team Williams. LFG. We got to support each other, you know? <laughs> Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Well, all I have to say before we sign out is cheers, darling. Yeah, cheers. God bless you, Don. episode of boobs booze and other stuff where i vow to keep it real and real interesting